Aloha, dear knitter. I am Mel, and this is the Encourage Better podcast. If you love knitting or crocheting or anything wonderfully exciting to do with your hands, then chances are this podcast is going to be a lot of fun for you and for me to have you along. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Today, I'd like to share a little bit about something that is near and dear to my heart. It's about our individual journeys through knitting. We each express our creativity in a host of different ways that sometimes when we see the stitches we've created, we miss the bigger picture. Not just looking at our own crafts that we've made, but when we see other people. Oftentimes we see someone knitting a garter stitch washcloth and we're taken back to those first few rows that we ourselves journeyed through. And we're excited. We're we're enjoying that walk down memory lane. And at the same time, there's this pull, this desire to encourage people to try something new and to embrace this community. Well, my friends, it's on that note, that sense of community spirit that led me to write this blog post. Yes, (laughs) today's episode is me actually reading to you a blog post that I wrote quite some time ago. I think it's really important to share things that have been shared in the past because oftentimes, We are living in a way that's not linear. I didn't meet you on Monday and share with you something on Tuesday that I learned. And then on Wednesday, reshared something and learned about you something new on Thursday. Chances are we bump into each other on the first of the month. And two or three months later, we bump into each other again. And there's a little bit more time and we bump into each other six, eight weeks down the road. And all during these meetings, we are living life and experiencing things. And when we share these quick snippets of life together, when we do reconnect, there's so much more that we haven't had opportunity to share. And so today, I want to share with you a blog post that I made called On Shoes and Long Rows. (laughs) It's an interesting kind of dynamic between shoes and knitting, but it's something that I honestly feel very passionate about, that you should hear this. I want you to feel encouraged, as always. I want you to feel Um, supported wherever it is you are in your knitting journey. And I want you to know that I am fully aware that our lives, yours and mine, intersect here and there. And when we're not intersecting, we're both having these incredible experiences. Whether we get the opportunity to share those experiences with one another or not, they're still worth having. And I'd like to use this, today's blog or podcast, (laughs) I'd like to use it as a reminder that 
What you experience is important to me, and I love hearing about it. I often get emails, no kidding, at least three to five of them a week, where someone says, and this may be you, hey Mel, I'm going to take you at your word. You're always asking people to email you or connect with you or share with you. And so here are my thoughts. I guarantee you, even though it may take me some time to get back to you, I will get back to you. Hearing from you is what energizes me and what gets me excited and what leads me to posts and podcasts like the one I'm about to share now. So without further ado, enjoy your knitting and enjoy today's episode. On shoes and long rows. Need life advice? You've come to the wrong place. Before you read any further, I would love it if you read this and play the audio. I need you to hear my heart on this. Chances are you're going to hear float planes and me tripping over some words, but let's give it a go. Need life advice? You've still come to the wrong place. The expectation that what works for me will work for you is as promising as me saying, you need footwear? I will send you my favorite perfect pair of shoes that I love and wear all the time. I mean, they work for me, and you trust and value my opinion, so it totally work, right? Knowing nothing shoe-helpful about you, where you live, the terrain and temps, and of course your shoe size, I could pack up my most trusted pair and send them on their way to serve you and your feet as perfectly as they worked for me. Only right away, I know many of you would bail because, hello, they are used shoes. I get you. No judgment. For those of you determined to stick it out because you have faith in me, well, you might be surprised (laughs) when the box arrives. You open to discover I'm a five and a half or six U.S. Moving forward, there is an alternative for those not wanting pre-worn shoes. What if I bought you a new pair of my favorites and sent them your way? Problem corrected, right? Mm. You're going to feel let down when you put them on, as I forgot to mention, and not intentionally... They were so stiff at first. My heel and a few toes were rubbed quite painfully until I broke them in. The third alternative is you notice I wear the same shoes all the time. Thinking back, you further become aware that you can't remember seeing me in a different pair. I look ridiculous in some of the images your mind brings up, as these shoes are worn with dresses, jeans, shorts, sweatpants, I'm pretty darn committed to these shoes. And so when you come to a point where you are considering it for yourself, you decide to ask me where I get them if you need further confirmation. Or you and I are close enough that you already know the shoes on my feet and just order yourself a pair. Before I unpack the shoe idea into a simple sentence or two, I want to share one more thing. A true happening-as-I-type story going on in a test-knit group I am part of. Also, thank you for hanging in here with me. 
A group of us are test knitting a shawl. It's being worked in fingering weight and sport DK. These details matter to knitters and crocheting crocheters reading, I promise. We gather our materials and excitedly await the first portion of the pattern to get cracking. All enthusiasm at a promising new start. And begin we do. Pictures of wee little starts are shared, and holy cow, these shawls grow and grow every few minutes, it seems. From the first cast on of three or four stitches, we are all delighted in real time at how quickly we zip through the first 30 rows. We didn't even get up to refill our coffee. Remember, this is not a race, and there is no pressure from me to work quickly. Just enjoy yourself and take time to pop in and chatter with each other as you create. Those are our instructions. Each knitter can set their own pace. I know this test knit isn't your full-time or part-time job. More instructions and words of affirmation. We chatter and enjoy photos of the progress. There are some knitters that I swear must have gotten the pattern before it was posted, which I know is impossible, but they are progressing through color changes and stitch work with such ease, and I can't wait to join them there. I look at where I am and see I have more work to do, but I want to get there. I hesitate to say we all want to get there because in 45 years I have learned. I do not know what another human wants, even when they tell me. What we as humans say and mean can be different things entirely and not intentionally misleading or dishonest. Sidebar here for those of you still reading. Okay, I say dog. Your mind automatically goes to the sweet and loyal friend by your feet. But you, dear other reader, call to mind that incident with the neighbor's pet that bit you. And for me, as I type, I am remembering having to put my most loyal friend to sleep just a few months ago. Dog. Same word. Different experiences behind that word frame how we react to it. How about ocean? You, tropical getaway, languishing on the sand, watching the waves fold in on themselves as they roll closer without an agenda. My dear other reader thinks more energetically, mentally grabbing their surfboard and paddling out to catch as many of the waves as possible. Me? I think of a tie from which I can't escape and don't ever want to. The ocean has been a companion for so long. I keep glancing at her now to my left as I type. But for the reader along the gulf, they see the word ocean and think of damage, storms, rebuilding. See how that works? Okay, back to the knitting. The community of testers gets further along. Excitement heightens. Shawls are growing in depth and width. But we're at this juncture in the pattern that every shawl knitter with a bit of variety under their belt knows. 
long rows filled with numerous stitches that no longer fly by, but that we must devote time and quite a bit of dedication to see each through. Our lofty goals have shifted to, my plan for today is to work two garter rows, lol, fingers crossed. Non-knitters, garter is wonderful, but it is code for rows of just work the knit stitch. And that, over 400 plus stitches, boring. We are in the thick of it. And if we want the shawl in the end, we have to press through these rows. Those still on row 35 are a little aware of what they're in for, but still enjoying the way rows change through quick starts and finishes, turning work and new beginnings. We look back at them knowing they have lots of work ahead that they're going to have to need to dedicate themselves to. But as we press into row, 100, row 141 ourselves, we have to be mindful that we don't belittle the progress these knitters are making. For they are making progress. Are they pushing through a day at the office, then tending to family needs once they get home, and then stealing away to work on these stitches against time constraints and demands that we aren't privy to? They devote each moment to making this shawl bigger and moving through this pattern. For other testers, do they have a variety of creative endeavors that this is but one of many? To them, they feel part of the group and do what they can and want as they can and feel compelled. Should I not be mindful of the contribution they've made? For they have already pointed out discrepancies in the pattern and number errors, even though their shawl isn't growing. And then there is me. See, I wrote the pattern. My investment is different than theirs. Do I want to see them create a shawl? Yes. And no. And maybe. Yes, of course I want to see fellow makers knitting the shawl. No. Not necessarily, as they can contribute in other ways. At first glance, their contributions may not be as powerful as the creation of the project, but that is only true if I forget the pattern being correct is the goal. And the maybe? You know, folks were excited for different reasons other than making the shawl or fixing the pattern. There are tons of reasons. I can speculate as to why they volunteered, but I don't know for certain. I do know this. They are here in a group that I am part of and I can encourage them. I can build into them the same as I am doing with others that are presently are more productive. For there will be a time when they've been set up to do more. 
Investing in others when we aren't seeing the immediate response we want is still a positive investment for the future them and for the right now community and for me. I have more to share as always, but know that none of these things are shared as groundbreaking improvement ideas. They're observations in my life and are not subliminal messages to you and the world. I will not try to send you my favorite shoes. I don't know your size. But most importantly, these shoes I wear are amazing because of each step I took to break them in myself. Well, friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I enjoy every moment that we get to spend together. I'd like to take a moment and remind you, in case you haven't heard it today, you are such a valuable part of this world, filled with gifts, filled with insight, filled with creativity that is uniquely yours. And I'm so thankful to share this planet with you. So until next time, I hope that your day is wonderful and I hope that your knitting brings you joy. I also hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, I'd love, love, love to have you leave an iTunes or any podcast review where you hear this podcast. And even more, I'd love it if you would share this episode on social media. Most places where you listen to this have a share button if you simply click on the show. It means a lot for me to have this time with you. And I hope that if it's something that you enjoy, you feel confident in sharing me with others. And again, if there's anything that you feel I could improve upon, definitely email me at melissa at encouragebetter.com and let me know what you think I could be doing better. Chances are the insight that you have will lift me up and open my eyes to something that I hadn't considered doing better or doing differently. So until next time, my friend, I look forward to knitting happily and coming up with new ideas to share with you in the next episode. Aloha for now. Well, look at you, friend. You made it through another episode of Encourage Better Knitting, and I'm over here celebrating, giving you a shaka and a smile. To keep the positive knitting vibes going, be sure to head over to www.encouragebetter.com and find out about any new events or activities, posts or podcasts to keep your knitting needles clicking along until the next episode.